Welcome to today's broadcast of Sun, Salt, and Light. Sun, Salt, and Light, S-O-N, knowing and growing in your daily relationship with Jesus Christ, but also being the salt and the light in your marriage, in your family, at your place of work, at your church, and even in the community you're in. I'm Pastor Michael Petit. This is a radio ministry of our church, Calvary Chapel Divine, here in Divine, Texas. We are so glad that you joined us for today's broadcast. We are a Calvary Chapel, so we simply teach the Bible verse by verse, chapter by chapter. We believe that God uses His Word to transform, restore, and to change lives one verse at a time. If you're visiting our area, you'd like to get information about our church or church service times, maybe even track down some of the other teachings that we have available through podcasts, whether it's through Audible or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can do all of that at our church website at calvarydivine.org. That's calvarydivine.org. Well, today we're going to be in the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Uh, this teaching I uh, was inspired to do because it was one of the first verses that I ever learned as a, as a new believer. Uh, I, I could understand it. You know, it was one of those things I could go, man, I can actually apply what this is saying because it's simple. Uh, and, and when I was putting the study together, I heard a song uh, from uh, Passion called Here's My Heart, Lord. Beautiful song. And so that's what I simply entitled this. So today we're going to be in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Here's the first half of this two-part study. Tonight, Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. When I first came to know Christ, this was the verse that I absolutely could understand as I had a King James Bible and I couldn't understand anything else I read. But this verse, I understood. And I said, I, you know, I think I can, I can apply this one. In Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, it's titled, um, I just entitled this, Here's My Heart, Lord, I'm Yours. There's a beautiful song. Uh, here's, uh, here's my heart, Lord, that's, uh, I, f I forget if it was Matt Redman or who it was that did it. It's a beautiful song. Um, but in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make straight your paths. He will make straight your paths. And so... When we come through the doors today, I'm sure some of us are dealing with some things that are heavy. Um, and and we, we have these massive, even just this thing that we just heard about. You know, it's, it's disheartening. And, and it can, you know, in a lot of ways, you're, you're, you're struggling through stuff. And, and I, I believe that when, we're, when we have... The Word of God is the Word of God that helps us um, to, to see that God is bigger than the situation that's happening. Like I look at this and I go, man, God is bigger than what's happening in the United States and God can handle this. God can take care of this. If the people of God would get on their knees and start praying, if the people of God would get on their knees and start praying for the, the fatherless homes, you know, there, there's, we... God wants us to, to call out. And so as we look at this verse, we need to remember that, that we have a God that's bigger than the situation that we're, we're dealing with. But the devil wants you to doubt. The devil wants you to doubt. The devil wants you to, to fear and begin to trust yourself. 
I can't wait. God hasn't answered me. I need to hurry up and get this. I got to do this. And, and, and so a lot of times what we'll do is instead of trusting God or waiting on God, what we do is we start to doubt. And, and what the, I love about this verse, it says, trust with Him with all your heart. With all your heart, not some, all. And, and I think that's the problem that we see a lot in the church today is that we have a lot of people that, do, they, 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 this part of my heart is yours, Lord, but not this. And, and I, we played a video probably what, I think last summer, of the air traffic controller. I don't know if y'all remember it. It was a video, and I'll, I'll post it up if, if y'all haven't seen it. Um, but there's a video of a, there was a pastor out of Alaska that went up in a plane, and the, 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 the pilot had, an, had a heart issue and was out. And they're in the air. And he's having to talk to air traffic control and tell them, look, we, we have an emergency situation. The pilot's out. He goes, sir, you're going to have to fly the plane. But he goes, let me tell you something. If you do not listen to my voice, you will die. And why? Because there are storms coming in. There are mountains that you can't see, but I can. And so if I tell you to go up, you need to go up. If I tell you to go down, you need to go down. You need to listen to my voice. And, and, and the rest of the story is, is that. And he goes, but that man told him. And he goes, and, and all he could think about is, is that's God. God's trying to show you the direction you're supposed to go. But will you allow him to, to do that? What happens so many times when we go to step out in faith, we start to doubt. And we, we get nervous, we get fearful, and we don't make that, that step of faith. And so just think about that today as, as you talk about trusting him with all your heart. It's like understanding like there are things that are going to happen that God is, already knows and he's preparing you for. Remember we talked about prepared for good works. Like you're created in Christ Jesus and the things that he's doing in your heart right now is to prepare you for what's coming five years from now. Now if, you told, if he told you what's going to happen five years from now, you wouldn't want to <laughs> like no. Right? But it's, it's having that complete trust in God. That complete trust in God. I love um, when you look at uh, the, the story of King Uzziah. He began to reign when he was only 16 years old. And he reigned 52 years. And he was known as a good king. And in 2 Kings 15.3 it says, uh, He did what was right in the sight of the Lord according to all his father Amaziah. Uh, had done and and we know that you know as we look at that um in in second chronicles 28 verse 5 it says says uh says he sought god in the days of zachariah who understanding in the visions of god and as long as he had sought the lord god made him prosper so king Uzziah died and when he dies isaiah is freaking out He's like, man, this is my boy. Like, he's gone. Like, this, I, he was a man of God, and this is who I'm following. And now he's not here anymore. And it's going to be up to Isaiah to, to begin his, his walk with God. And, and Isaiah's looking for answers. And if you turn to Isaiah chapter 6, verses 1 through 4. This is right after King Uzziah had died. 
In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon the throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him stood the seraphim. Each had six wings. With two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundations of the threshold shook at the voice of him who called. And the house was filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me, for I am lost. For I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. It's a beautiful piece of scripture. You see that, that God is being worshipped. And he knows I'm not supposed to be here. Like I'm of unclean lips. This is, this, I can't, like Lord. And, and I love that because I, at the end of the day, we, we get his, his doubt is answered with truth. And that's what we need to remember is when we're struggling through things, we have to go to the word of God, the truth of God's word. If you're going to trust in the Lord with all, under, with all your heart, you have to, that, that means that you have to have Scripture stored in your heart. It's important for us to, to have that. You want to be able to trust God truly, then you need to build a strong relationship with Him. And part of that is through prayer. Another part of that is being in the Word of God and being obedient to the Word of God and seeking application of the Word of God. And can I tell you something? Part of that is what's being done this past week. If a church does not found their foundation upon sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and making disciples, it is a church for each other. You'll never, you'll be happy seeing each other. You'll be like, hey, it's good to see you. But you're just going to be around arguing over theological things and talking about stuff. And when somebody new comes in, you're going to be like, well, there, you know. And it's the reality of it is, is like a church, even for a small church, the foundation of the church should be built upon the word of God, sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and making disciples and seeing people grow and then sending them out to share the gospel. And they bring people in and they make disciples. And then we do it all over again. This is a place for you to find rest, but it's also a place for me to have to send you back out again. There's many times when you serve. I know my wife and I are, we're dead tired, but joyful. Joyful. And Miss Flora was there. She got to be there for the high school event. We had Miss Darla there uh, before the Lytle event when we met for prayer. We had Miss Donna praying. So the, the church is involved in all of this. And anybody who put anything in the tide box, you're part of the blessing. All those kids that came down and, and gave their life to Christ. It doesn't happen without this church. We were the ones who put it on. And that's the blessing is understanding like when we build our lives on the truth of God's word, man... And not just some of our heart, all of it. See, sometimes what happens with people is they don't want to give all of their heart because they're hanging on to stuff. 
they, they, they struggle with that because even though they get the truth of God's word that's telling them, hey, you need to deal with this, and they don't want to deal with it. In John chapter 1, verse 1, we know that, that the truth is built on Jesus Christ. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And we know that we read Scripture in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 and 17. We know the verse very well. All Scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good work we just talked about good works this past weekend the good works that are are founded on the holy spirit that are founded on you being obedient to god that you're wanting to go serve god in thanksgiving so that god gets the glory it's understanding like even the word of god is to reproof me to correct me to train me but it's also for you we're all in the same boat. It's, it's a reminder to us. And I love what, when, when Joshua begins his ministry, as he has all the wonderful people of Israel to have to lead. In Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, it says, The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. You know, I think about that lady that sat and read that scripture and quoted it. I kept looking. I'm like, does she have notes, or what is she? But think about it. You can quote movie lines today. Right? If I say, Luke, I'm your father, right? It's already in your head. Nacho Libre, save me a piece of that corn life is like a box of chocolates I'll be back right the Terminator before Christ welcome to good burger home of the or by Felicia that's before Christ those are things we could remember when I wrote that down, I was like, I, there are things that I can remember from songs, I can remember from, from movies, but can I remember the Word of God? Can it be stored up in my heart so when I'm beginning to doubt, I have God's Word to trust? And God is saying, trust me. Trust my Word. Build your trust upon that. And I told y'all, it's not any pastor. You, man, we have some wonderful pastors in our nation. Don't get me wrong. We do. But we don't follow pastors. We want the Word of God. It's the Word of God that transforms life. I remember my father, when he was in his 50s, and um, thank the Lord I don't have that side of the genetics i got the other side uh but my father had had a heart issue and he was exercising my dad you know was consistent in doing he dances that's his thing and he still does it today he does the shag in, in charleston which is a beach dance that they do he actually competed and does all that stuff but it, he started having pain in his jaw 
And so he went in. He had a couple stents put in already. And so he called me. He's like, Mike, I need you to come. And um, they're going to put some stents in. I just need somebody to, to get me home. And as we were coming out, it wasn't good because the doc pulls me aside. My dad's still out of it. And he tells me, you're going to have to have surgery. He's going to have to have his chest open. He almost died. The Widowmaker was over 95%. All of his arteries were over 90%. All of them. And, and so I, I kept thinking to myself, like my dad was still functioning. Even after the, they, they got done with the, the running the, the catheter up and doing all the stuff that they have to do, he was still functioning. And he had things that were happening in his life like he was having anxiety and lack of sleep and lightheadedness. And the clues were there, but he missed them. Because all of his heart wasn't working, only part of it. And, and when I think about us giving up all of our hearts, I wonder how many of us have that same thing going on. Like this part of my heart is like, ah, 80% here, Lord. Unforgiveness? 10%. I'm still hanging on to stuff from way long time ago. But it should be 100%. It's like every part of it. If we look at 1 Samuel 16, verse 7, it says, But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look on appearance or on height of stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not as man sees. Man looks on the outward appearance, but the Lord looks on the heart. God looks at the heart. And can I tell you, your heart is just as deceitfully wicked as mine is. That's why we need God to... I love what was shared at Pastor Jim's memorial. He was pastor for a long time. Calvary Chapel, part of the, temp, you know, the, the, the tent revival that he got saved in and, and uh, ex-Marine. But he said God, God massages the heart and he's massaging those things daily that need to be ringed out. Daily. In Jeremiah 17, 9, it says the heart is deceitfully above all things and desperately sick. Who can understand it? Only God can. So if we're going to trust God with all of our heart, that means you have to trust God with all of your heart because you can't trust what's there. You need the word of God to wash you. In Luke chapter 10, verse 27, it says, And he answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. In Hebrews 4.12, it says, For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of the soul and of the spirit, of the joints and of the marrow, and discerning the thoughts and the intentions of the heart. It's God's word. It's active. It's living. That's why when you read it, one like you can come back and you're doing the one-year Bible and you go, man, I don't remember reading that last time I was in this. That's because that's what God is wanting you to catch this time. He's the one who's actually piercing down to the division of the soul and the spirit. He's the one who's actually discerning the thoughts and the intentions of the heart to show you, hey, this is something that needs to be dealt with. It's God. It's through his word. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 21, it says, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. 
We need to remember it's God's word that convicts and encourages and corrects and rebukes. That's why when you sit in service, sometimes it hurts. A scripture is shared and it's like somebody just went right to the heart. And, and, and I've had that happen before. I remember early on in my faith, I fought in the Iraq war. And I had a very problem with loving neighbor as myself if they were Muslim. I fought against them. I lost two friends. But this pastor came in from Iraq and he shared his story. And I realized when he was sharing that, love your neighbor as yourself, so I realized, you know what? There's something here that has to be cleansed. That has to be cleansed. It's wrong. I think I was maybe two years in my faith. And he hit that burst, and it was like somebody just took a hammer to my heart. And it was like, I got this has to, I have to repent. God has shown me this is, needs to go. What are you going to do with it now? And so at, at the end of the day, that's what God's word does. If you want Christ to make a, a home in your heart, your heart needs to be a place of prayer. You need to, you're, you need to be in prayer. We, we, you know, we hear the verse all the time in, in, in Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God was raised from the dead, you will be saved. For, for with the heart one believes and is justified, with the mouth one confesses and is saved. But after we pray, we got to keep praying. You need to pray Psalm 51.10. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Man, that's a great prayer for the morning. Lord, like, create in me a clean heart. Empty those things that need to go, and then renew a right spirit. That's the other thing. If we're going to have all of our heart to follow God, we need to be connected to the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit resides in you if you're a believer of Christ and, and, and guides and directs you. And, and I love that because even at the end of Psalm 51.10, it says, renew a right spirit within me. Stay connected to the power of the Holy Spirit. How do you do that? Through God's Word. Through God's Word. Through prayer. Through fellowship. It's, you know, again, sharing the gospel. Those things, man, it stirs up all that stuff that needs to be stirred up. And God guides and directs and puts people in your place. And man, if you're just like, Lord, what do you want to do with me today? I'm yours. Lead me, guide me, direct me. Allow the Holy Spirit to show me. I mean, do we actually start our day that way? When I looked at the ladies that were in the Adult and Teen Challenge, they're in such a place of brokenness because they're coming off of an addiction and they're dealing with so much but they're so desperate for God I don't know why it takes brokenness for us to be that way right I, I, I don't know why you see somebody kneeling and praying and just wailing and God just pulling things from their heart past hurts abuse 
addictions. And in that brokenness, they're like, renew a right spirit within me today. I just need to get through today. That's it. That's all they're thinking about. They're not thinking about a year from now or six months from now. They're just focused on today. I think if we would do that more in our lives, in our marriages, and with our families, it would be like, Lord, what do you want to do with us today? Renew that, that, that spirit within me. The next thing is, if we want the Lord to have a home in our heart, we need faith. We need faith. That means you have to step out in faith. In Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, it says, I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. It's by faith. I live by faith in the Son of God. So, if you're going to trust the Lord with all your heart, does He have all your heart? And then He says, and do not lean on your own understanding. Man. Self-dependence. Well, that concludes today's broadcast of Sun, Salt, and Light Radio. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you'd like to submit a prayer request or get in contact with us to find out service times, you can do all of that at our website, uh, as well as get uh, our podcast at Spotify, Audible, TuneIn Radio. Pretty much wherever you can find a podcast, uh, you, you can just type in Sun, Salt, and Light, and you'll find it. 